You're listening to Community Radio. This is 8CCC FM 102.1 in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek. And this is Kitchen Radio, a new show all about seasonal food, what's growing here in your local community and what to do with it in your kitchen. Uh, welcome to Friday evening. This is Kitchen Radio. This is uh, Community Radio, 8CCC FM 102.1. Uh, going to air live here from the Alice Springs studio and... Uh, also to Tennant Creek and around the world on the World Wide Web. Hope you're listening. How's your week been, Rita? Yeah, I got to go up to a community called Willora or Stirling, which is just north of Tea Tree. Yes. For work. Um, so it was, it was busy, yeah, but it was good. It was, um, yeah, it, it, the weather turned cool halfway through, so it was really nice. Yeah, it was spectacular. And we've had this bit of cloudy, cool raininess. You went... Uh, partly secretly on the hunt for a secret ingredient i did i made my driver stop on the way back at a special place which um which relates to the song that uh, we were listening to which i should um, back announce which was the pigram brothers singing moonlight did that did that pigram brothers song have a direct reference to our secret ingredient yeah it does maybe we should we give it away yet or should we just sort of Oh, you know, no, it's too far too soon. I think is, we should wait so another too. 30 seconds. Yeah, but if you did know that um, the album that that uh, song came from, well, then you might have an inkling about what our secret ingredient is today. Yes, I was listening to the Pigram Brothers this afternoon while I was cooking my uh, secret recipe, and I did hear a song. The Pigram Brothers reference this particular secret ingredient, I think, a bit. In fact, they, they, do. they all yeah. round just make me think of this ingredient. It does. And it no makes doubt. me think of being in broom and sweaty and oh, yeah. eating this ingredient. Fred, yeah. your panties and fishing and... And also, like, I've had my dad staying this week. I know that's not necessarily anything to do with cooking, but my dad's um, from North Queensland and he has a bit to say about this ingredient. But um, in terms of cooking, I've been cooking a lot of indulgent Italian food that I don't normally cook this week. Yeah. So that's been really nice. I've cooked tiramisu. Yeah, yum. Is that a, um, is that a gift of love in your family, like a way to show each other your love and care? I don't know if it's for our whole family because I'm not sure... A lot of my siblings are particularly good cooks, but it uh-huh. is for me. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely that for me. I, I think that's um, that's one of the primary ways that I that I express my creative self, but also um, express love and appreciation mm. for for myself, but but definitely for others. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's our special guest, Lorencia, causing <laughs> trouble in the background. Okay, so a She's little bit more. <laughs> Am I on the air? You yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm pleased that I get some of that love, I must say, from Beck from yeah. your cooking. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're very very generous. We're going to be houseies this week, so hopefully I can uh, live up to my reputation. Sure. Actually, I'm not quite right about my family. We do have a, a saying in my family that we often mistake food for love. Ah. So that rather than you know show your love, you actually just cook for someone. So that's another way of looking at it. Mm. Is that mistaking food for love? Is that yeah, anyway, look, that's probably a whole other. <laughs> it's a whole other radio show. It is. Yeah, it is. I did have a blog called "Food as Love" um, yeah. years ago. Yeah, and it was that idea that um, is food a replacement for love? Ah, uh, well, um, that would be no. Yeah, and in fact, our special ingredient has got some connotations of of love to it as it well. It does. Yeah, it does. So Sorry. this, um, I'm, I'm holding this special ingredient, and if I you've been no driving idea. around Alice Springs, you might have noticed there's been sort of billboards or just street signs about. An, 
people selling these ingredients. Yes. I, I got my I got some from um, Piglets today actually. Piglets. I went half in a box and then I went half and then my dad got me a box even though he said I swore I would never pay money for these. Yeah. He did buy them for me. <laughs> Let's launch in otherwise we're going to do okay. a lot of backtracking. Okay, so three things about it. It's a really good price at the moment here in Alice Springs, but it doesn't grow here. But it, it does grow here actually. It does grow here, but it doesn't uh, you can't have a guaranteed crop here. No. No. It does grow really well about 150Ks from here. And I know at Coniston Station, they also, I have bought these from there. Um, and what else? It's a really beautiful shape. And it's actually the shape that Paisley, the Paisley design was originally based on. I think we should announce. I think we should announce it. Should we? Let, let's try and do a drum roll. Do the drum roll. If, then, if we have any listeners tonight, I have no doubt whatsoever that they have guessed what the ingredient <laughs> is. And um, if they haven't, then. Let's do it. Drum roll. Kaping. <laughs> Mangoes. It's a mango. It's a mango. Oh, how exciting. I've been excited about this one uh, all week when you were spe- planning a special work slash mango hunting trip to <laughs> Mulara and Tea Tree. Yeah, because I Came did. back empty handed. I know. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't. I, we stopped and I got some mango sorbet. Ah. And when I said to them, don't you have mangoes at the moment? Because I did notice there were lots of green mangoes on the trees and they said, no, not till December. And then yes. I realised all the all the mangoes for sale around Alice Springs at the moment are actually from Darwin. Yes. So our so-called local mangoes, which are um, much more local to you up there in Tennant Creek, I guess, but but also pretty local for us here, are, are late later in the season to ripen unlike our grapes which are early in the season we hit our grapes hit the market first Mm. we corner the market for early season grapes apparently here in the territory uh anyway that's probably completely irrelevant turn my volume down just (laughs) i was getting overexcited (laughs) it's fine it's great to get overexcited i was just um it wasn't about being overexcited (laughs) just being too loud in the microphone um, so so mangoes, mangoes, yes. Mangoes, varieties. Do you know anything about varieties? I do. Um, not a great deal, not in a scientific way, just in a way that I love mangoes and I um, buy them, harvest them, source them, eat them as much as I can. And I know, I definitely am aware that there's types that you buy that look really good and don't mm. taste so good. Yeah, so... I've learned that the hard way. Yeah, I've, I bought a half box of Calypso, which looks so beautiful. I've got one here. Um, but it really tastes really average, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. they're all right. They're okay. I ate one of those from that supplier. Well, let's just give all the clues away. Not not criticising that you can buy them from Mad Harry's car park right yep. up until Christmas, he said, okay. depending on supply. And that seems to be that Calypso mango. And I reckon they're pretty good and they're good price. And, you know, it's, mm. it's, they're okay. it's a fun enough way to buy them. And they also had some fresh limes there the other day, which I bought, which were delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found some up Kensington? on Kidman Street. Okay, that's this one, Rita. This looks like the same. I've got mine from Piggly's, as I mentioned before. And it's, they are also Darwin mangoes. Yeah. And were they by the box? Yeah, they were by the box. Mm, I wonder who. Anyway, different um, supplier, but all Darwin mangoes. So. Yeah, I like the ones from Piggly's because oh. they were they weren't as um, uniform and perfect looking, and mm. often. For me, I prefer to buy fruit that tastes good, that doesn't necessarily yeah, look pretty, yeah. um, than a fruit like the Calypso, which looks beautiful but actually doesn't have much flavour. Yes. Well, the worst ones are those, um, I don't know what they're called. They're, they, yeah, maybe you can go through the varieties. But there's one that's quite got a hot green colour and then an almost 
pink ready sash on it and they oh, look really they look beautiful they're a bit yeah. elongated they look really beautiful i think they're called a parrot mango but i don't oh, okay i i'm probably wrong but they're they're really disappointing but i think it's also remember we had laurie may on and she was talking about kale kale is kale is not kale like yep. you, you do different things with the different kale yep. so no doubt it's the same with the mangoes yeah possibly some yeah. are particularly good for eating as a ripe fresh fruit and some are particularly good for i don't know cooking with or using mm. as green mango in a curry or well i think these are kensington's yes but some of the other uh varieties there's one called kite k-e-i-t-t there's another one called Irwin. another one called r2e2 yes um the one my dad likes developed most, by scientists <laughs> which he he's actually got one is um the nam doc mai which beck went out and got a beautiful nam doc mai from one of the Asian supermarkets around town. I bought this today from the um, grocer on Gap Road or Todd Street. Um, oh yeah, Lings. Lings, yeah, and it's these are gorgeous looking mango. It's not, it's it's firm and green, and I assume it would ripen. Yeah, um, I mean they've they've labelled it as an elephant mango, but it's exactly the same shape and look as the, the smaller ones they had, which were which were labelled as you call them. Yeah, yeah. So, and but I think they're probably excellent for cooking when they're green as well. Very yeah. very firm and good. And I also bought some dried mango just for fun. Oh. We all know that um, oh. we all know that you can get it. And dried mango, a bit like fresh mango, is not all the same. No. Sometimes it's very delicious, and sometimes it tastes like poison. Yeah, and too many I chemicals. Even, yeah, and sugar. I've often mm. bought it. Um, Add with added sugar and it just shouldn't need added sugar. No, no. Some of the other varieties are Calypso, Honey Gold, Celebration. There's another variety which doesn't come up, which I remember. I grew up in North Queensland, so we used to have these mangoes called turpentines. Oh, yeah. And they actually smelt like turpentine. And I didn't say, I don't think anybody grows them anymore because they're not popular. No, um, I, d- I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, my mum used to take us sort of hunting for green mangoes when she would make mango chutney, and a lot of those mangoes were turpentine yeah mm. okay so good to use when they're green and yeah not so exciting when they're fully ripe. and also something that which is unusual if you're traveling through north queensland and you see these really really old mango groves um they often indicate where the south sea island um you know really the, the people who were enslaved by the yes. early colonists yeah um, that was actually their settlement so that's where you could see where south sea island people were had settled around north queensland because there's these massive groves of mango trees fascinating mm. right so i never i never thought of that but it makes total sense yeah and a lot of those are turpentine so they would have been sort of obviously you know really early types of mangoes yeah sure so that was my dad, of course, who said that he would never pay for a mango because in North Queensland you see them rotting on the trees. Yeah. And there was a town that called Halifax that has got the most beautiful big mango trees in it and the locals decided they were a bit too messy and they were going to chop down all the mango <gasps> trees and there was a, a really big protest. <laughs> wow. And the protesters won and those trees are still there. Is Halifax is in Queensland? Yeah, it's near. I grew up in Ingham, so it's near Ingham. Okay. Wow, yeah, I guess they attract yeah, all sorts of other noisy, messy things, birds and bats. And, and then they just rot on the ground. And I mean, yeah. if you've, if, you know, unlike here, but if you've got ready access to so many mangoes, they possibly lose their value. Yes, yeah. I mean, to, to me growing up down south, and I guess so many of us, they're just such a gorgeously exotic sort after fruit. And mm. you, you did come up with a stat earlier you were telling me from your google research that they're, they're the most eaten fruit worldwide that's or, right so yeah it doesn't surprise me they are they are incredibly special aren't they yeah so you can't imagine wanting to chop down a tree ever but there you go oh, look and just something else to know i mean if you smell a mango here it smells 
pretty good. But if you're in the southern states and you smell a mango, you're probably going to be confronted with a fumigation smell, first mm. of all, because mangoes carry the fruit fly. So um, we're still we're in a fruit fly zone, but if you go further south, almost all the mangoes have to be treated so that they don't carry fruit flies so it's you know we're quite lucky really yes. we're in a fruit fly zone that's right <laughs> yes we have access to non-fumigated semi-local fresh mangoes yeah i used to have friends who loved mangoes so much and they just would like to get into the whole sort of you know the, the feel of the mango and the, so they used to eat mangoes in the bath so yeah. they could just get really dirty <laughs> yeah get their hands through it and i kind of get that i definitely grew up with that kind of idea hello mum if you're listening but it was definitely a, a thing in our family it was like a mango in the bath was the thing i mean that's part of it is isn't it that they are so messy <laughs> if you've got a, a particularly ripe one then they're, they're very juicy very messy it's a b- bit boring to eat them in a tidy way. Yeah. You might as well get into them and make a mess. And really eating them fresh and when they're ripe is, I mean, for me, one of the best things to do with mangoes. Yes. But if you have a lot, you might want to do some cooking with them. Yes. If you get excited and buy a, go out down, down the street and buy a box for $35 or something, which is what I've done and you've done mm. this week, yep. uh, then, yeah, you need a few, you need a few things Can to I do with Can I ask a them. question? I'm no. just interested... <laughs> Did you know, um, Rita, in North Queensland, did you know people that picked mangoes? Was it a, was it a difficult fruit to No, pick? I just remember mangoes rotting on the ground. Oh. I, don't, I, I, think, I think in Bowen they pick them, not around oh, where yeah. I grew up. Bowen yeah. is where most of the mango pickers are. just yeah. wonder if some people get allergies from certain foods. Mm. For some reason yeah. I can remember I, people talking about mangoes being... I think they do them. have a bit of a sap, don't they, mm. which could be... Mm. uh, (laughs) so in terms of culinary uses for mangoes apart from eating them yes there's a mango chutney yes which i just think if you buy a box don't just wait for them all to ripen just remember that you can do things with those green mangoes yes because what you can't do is once they're ripe you can't then use recipes for green mangoes for them so i would suggest that if you've got a box of mangoes have a look around for some green mango recipes so there's um mango chutney has to be made with green mangoes Thai, there's a Thai green mango salad, which is very similar to the purple salad. But yes. You can use it with mangoes. It's a bit tangier, which is really lovely. And when I bought my mangoes, there was a woman buying mangoes and she was from Sri Lanka. And she, I asked her what she was doing with her mangoes and she was making a curry yeah, out, of out of green mangoes. And I actually did make that curry tonight and we'll have a bit of a tasting yeah. later on. It looks great. Yeah, lassi, mango lassi, um, mango sorbet. I had a mango sorbet yesterday from the mango farm. Yeah. And good, I'm yeah. sure it was great. I'm sure yeah. it was just just pureed mango. It yeah. had no sugar or anything. It was yeah. frozen and it was great. I'm pretty sure I've had them before too. They so they they actually hit town somewhere. They'll bring a truck down and hit town with selling mangoes at some point in yeah. Alice. Yeah, yeah. And I think they do bring the other products they make. They make you know wang, mango yeah. wine and jam and syrup and. And from memory, Ice those mangoes and, yeah, are, quite, are quite different to these mangoes. I remember their mangoes being smaller and red and possibly a different variety. Mm, okay. Okay, sure, that, that sounds right. Can't yes. remember. Uh, so what about some recipes? We've, it'd be good to talk about some ways to cook mango. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you've made a, a very delicious-looking mango curry, Sri Lankan mango curry. Another one that people are probably pretty familiar with is the other one that's sitting in front of us here. Yeah, this is the most fun, <laughs> this job, is mango sticky rice. Yeah, I bought that next door from the Thai takeaway. Yeah. Looks great. They I've had it from me there before, as yeah. in, you know, last season before the mangoes ran out. And, and they assured me the, the mango was fresh mango. Yeah. yeah. They looked at me aghast. 
Yes, when as I they should. Yeah. Of course. And um, I've made a, a mango salsa with fish tacos uh, because it's just it's a bit of a thing and I just reckon, like a mango, sorry, mango in a salsa I reckon is an absolute winner. I love that kind of lime juice, cilantro, you know, a bit of chilli type flavouring. Uh, in a salsa. Anyway, sorry, we're ch- we're tasting curry. I'm we're talking just about sitting salsa. here eating this Sri Lankan curry. <laughs> Maybe no. we should have background mm, music. It's delicious. <laughs> wow, it is so nice. I mean, yeah. I know this is there's more to the show than going. Mm. <laughs> Super yum. So mm. this recipe, which I read earlier, I'm not sure whether you followed it. It says um, you leave the skin on. You've peeled it. No, I thought it said to peel it. Oh, maybe it was a different one. Maybe it's a different recipe. So I'll just go through the recipe. So it's about three tablespoons of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And then you fry half an onion and about three cloves of garlic. The recipe says to put in a tablespoon of black mustard seeds at that point, but I would actually leave them a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just cook that till it softens. Yeah. Then they just added a just a general curry powder, which I did have some, but I also added some turmeric and some garam masala and cumin to that. And Absolutely then you add delicious. Oh no, yeah. sugar mm-hmm. and shredded coconut mm-hmm. and coconut milk and a bit of water. And then you just add your mangoes. They actually tell you how to slice them so they're all a consistent shape. And then a little bit of um, vinegar. I actually added rice vinegar. Yeah. And then you cook them for about 25 minutes and just serve it with rice. And I'm, I'm going to cook this again. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Lorenzo? Because you have sort of, I mean, I'm a bit biased because it's my cooking, but. Um, well, having just got off Virgin Airlines from Hobart to Melbourne to Adelaide and, and stayed in the airport for the whole time, uh, it's just so nice to have some f- decent food. It's better than their mango curry. It's so yummy. So for this, Rita, you're using um, a fairly firm mango. Not not super hard green, but not you're using just underripe. Yes, yeah, so it was definitely a green mango and it wasn't the Calypso. Yeah, okay. Because I figured that you needed... Like it's really tangy. Yes. That's what I noticed about like the, the actual salt mm. and salt, sweet, sour here is quite strong. Yes. And that I think a calypso is an eating mango. Yes. And it doesn't have an intense flavour. Mm. And what's made it spicy? The, the chili. <laughs> oh, it's got chili. <laughs> it's got one sort of, yeah, one large fresh green chili through it yeah. as well as some cayenne. But it's not mm. too hot. It's no, lovely. No, it's a very mm. lovely yeah. warmth. Yeah. Would you like a palate cleansing piece sure, of dried um, mango? Dried mango. <laughs> <laughs> And also, we have some. Oh, sorry, um, you need palate cleansing when you're doing tasting on air. Uh, so I've made a. Do you want to keep tasting? Absolutely. No. Um, I've made a, a fish. Uh, sorry, a salsa with mango, and fish, which I've bought NT Barra, and I, it, maybe it's too hard to eat the um, taco part, but we can just eat some filling. Oh yeah. So There's tacos here for the, our photographic display. <laughs> it's all about the look of things on radio. So I just, I followed, you know, I googled recipes. It, it is a thing. I didn't make it up. Uh, but if you're listening, you probably know that. It's only me that has recently thought of the idea of fish tacos, yum yum. Um, so just frying the fish, you know, separately, I guess, with whatever flavours you want. I didn't use much because I figure it's jam-packed full of, it's full of flavour already. Um, just a bit of salt and pepper in the salsa. So the salsa has... Uh, garlic and lime juice and red onion and tomato and a bit of capsicum. I put some corn in just because I saw it for sale mm. and it looked beautiful and yellow and, and and the mango for a bit of extra punch. And there's also some avocado. I put a bit of all sorts in. 
I went crazy on the ingredients. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like a main meal for me. It's really fresh and really fresh and the lime juice and this and some chili. But mm. actually I bought chili also from Ling's, the um uh, the Asian grocer on Todd Street mm-hmm. and I used one only and I de-seeded it because I was also feeding yep. somebody who perhaps wouldn't like too much spice. And I thought, wow, it's really quite spicy. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I could go I could go hotter than you this. You could go hotter. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. I was surprised at how hot it was because yeah. those chilies yeah. <laughs> must have been – yeah, they were hotter than I thought yeah. considering so I de them. In Alice Springs, it's really hard to know when you buy chilies if they're hot, so mm. I always just nibble the end of it. I, buy, I, buy, <laughs> I do buy it. <laughs> you just, I just don't go around nibbling the ends of chili around town. And there's a massive variety. And you can't trust – Sorry, you, you can ask someone and say, are these chilies hot? Mm. And then I tend to think people try and sort of guess what the right answer is, like yes or no, do you need hot chilies? But um, very um, very rarely are they hot, hot, except for Adelings, they are hot. Yeah, they were, they're mm. certainly. Well, now that I'm tasting this, because I was in a bit of a hurry, took my time making it, but then in a hurry kind of mm. throwing it together to package it to come down to radio, and I um, now that I'm tasting it properly... I think I wouldn't mix the fish in. I did that for convenience because I yeah, was, I was transporting food. Yeah. I wouldn't mix the fish in normally. Mm-hmm. I would serve the salsa. It looked much more beautiful before I mixed yeah. the fish in, the mm-hmm. colours. Uh, and then you could serve the fish separately, which makes it visually more pleasing, I think. But also I'd probably add quite a bit more lime juice yet. Yeah, I could do. I mean, it's lovely. I thought it had plenty, but it's, um, not, it's not zingy enough. There is, a, there is a side here of lime. Yeah, so. but I did, was interested because that you miss that's that's the first thing I noticed that the fish was mixed through the salsa. Yeah, but what I did like about mixing the fish through it already was that you, you just made sure your fish was spread through yes. the taco yeah. or the tortilla, and otherwise yeah. you just get a little bit of fish here and a little bit of fish there. Yes, um, so I think it's not such a bad idea. No, and aesthetically, I, I agree. It's nicer to leave the fish. It makes separate. it. It makes it very handy picnic food. You know the tacos. If we were to be eating these as tacos, with you know just putting a bit of lettuce in the shell and some taco and some salsa filling, mm. it would be very easy, and the visuals wouldn't matter so much. So, so the mango is in the salsa. In the salsa. So you just mix things together. There's yeah. no sort of. Is there a sequence or just all? But there, maybe there should be. But no. I don't know. does it matter? No, no, no. Was there a, no, normally you wouldn't like for guacamole or anything. No. But it, um, was it a green mango or was it mm. a ripe mango? It was a um, just ripe. Okay. So very firm. Did uh, the recipe specify the ripeness of the mango? Mm, good question. I don't think it did. Mm. I don't think it did. I think you want a ripe mango because you want that softness and the, the mm. full flavour, that yep. sort of sweet. But um, it could also be quite interesting with a with green mango. With yeah. a, you know, you could yeah. you could experiment really. Yeah, I think it does make quite a difference. Sort of the type of mango. I reckon it could do with more mango, more lime juice, more chili. Mm. I'm going to have to do more of this recipe. You possibly <laughs> oh, will. Yeah. Damn it! Perfect at the start of summer. Yeah, maybe to have when, something like that when to, we um, do a practice. When we do a tortilla episode, we can mm-hmm. do it on the tortillas, and then we can revisit the. That salsa as well. Yeah, delicious. There's a lot of things you can do with with mango. I I do. I made. I did mention last week. I think in the show that I made just had a, a friend for dinner and made a just a simple piece of fried salmon with a a salsa, you know, side um, as a, like as a salad basically with mango in it. And it was just yeah, very yum. Goes super well with fish with all with I reckon with all seafood mm. and um, all things tropical and spicy. Yep. Noodles, lime, chili. Lovely, really lovely. Mm. Lovely thing to have in hot weather as well. Mm. So the, the last 
recipe we're going to talk about today is a dessert. Mm. And it's the mango with sticky rice. Yeah. Which we've just purchased from um, the Thai takeaway next door, so we haven't even cooked it. You can probably get it a few places around town, but certainly the east side Thai here in Alice Springs, as well as the um, the Thai takeaway in the Alice Plaza, does, yeah. a, does a good one, which I do partake of, not too infrequently when it's in season. Um, I'm a big fan of the mango sticky rice, and I have made it. Yes, how do you make it? I have made it, and I can't remember the recipe, but I just remember thinking that's a really fun thing to learn to make, and it's also really yummy and easy to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always use sticky rice when you make it? Yeah, I have so far, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really like to make it, but I know whenever if I use sticky rice, you generally do have to soak it a little bit ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So that always, I have to stop and think, do I have the time? Because it stops it from being, even though it's a simple dessert, it stops it from being a quick dessert. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing is when I make it myself, I get mortified about how much sugar you have to put in. <laughs> I know. Whereas if I buy it, I can pretend that it's, you know, it's kind of like healthy. It's yeah, rice so and pretty mango. much it's just cooked sticky rice with uh, coconut milk mm. and sugar and then mangoes on the top. Lots of sugar. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I, I do lie. I have um, experimented over time with, you know, variations on a theme, less sugar and more so-called more healthier, you know, rice options, wholemeal rice. Or, yeah, and they're all good, but um, there is something profoundly yummy about them. About so the, this um, was warm when sugary I got variety. So mangoes also, Rita, we have to be able to do two things at once. I'm just getting too much <laughs> into the eating and not enough into the talking. Mangoes also have um, quite a few interesting other bits and pieces to them. I, oh, really? They're related to pistachios, yeah, and I did know that already. And if you see a pistachio, like if you see a whole pistachio growing on the tree or in its shell, they're very beautiful little shape, just like this, you like see, a mango. It makes total sense. And also the smell of them, wow. the smell of pistachios on the tree. Or that, yeah, if you were to smell those trees, I'd, I know that um, uh, I'm very... Yeah, I had insight into that for, through another avenue. But they're related to something else you, you were telling yeah, me earlier. Yeah, and I've just missed yeah. what that is. But okay. did you know that if you give someone a basket of mangoes, it's considered a mm. gesture of friendship? Yes, and also often considered a, a fertility, like a, yeah. a blessing for a couple getting yep. married that they should have and many healthy of, children. And a symbol of love. Oh, yeah. I, none of that is surprising. No. And there is a, a mango tree that's 300 years old in India. Yeah. Yeah. There are mangoes that grow here in Alice Springs, but um, not, as we said earlier, not, I think it's pretty unreliable as to whether they ever get to full size and ripeness. But, um, but little skinny green mangoes that no doubt kids love to eat. Certainly when I lived in Broome many years ago, kids, the early season mangoes, the smaller ones or the firm green ones that Kids or kids are probably adults too, but certainly kids would harvest them and dip them in soy sauce. That sort of sweet, sour, oh, salty yeah. thing that that um, yeah, I've had that in um, like salty plum or yeah, that. in Vietnam where yeah. you just buy the green mango and they yep. give you some chili and salt and you just mm. eat it like that. Yeah. yeah, I quite like green mango. That when I bought that box the other week, they were mostly all the one from Mad Harry's. They were mostly all um, you know needing a bit of ripening. But I quite happily ate one. It had just that – it was green yeah. but it had a little bit of softness to touch and um, I quite happily ate the whole lot. It was yeah. just delicious. And they are really I wouldn't nice. want to eat a box full yeah. like that, but I um, quite happily eat one. Yeah, but that you can eat them at all stages of ripeness. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask, where, where did they come from? Do you know that? 
I, I do know that um, Buddha did meditate under the cool shade of the mango tree, so mm-hmm. that makes me think that it's come from <laughs> India. <laughs> but I'm just kind I still of keep going back to you just talking about paisleys. Mm. I didn't mm. know that. Did we tell the paisley pattern story? We did, yeah. Oh, really? What was I doing at that time? <laughs> no, you just said, I didn't hear the pat- pattern story. Mm. I just heard I you mentioned, say. Oh, when we were giving the clues to it, oh. I said that, yeah, that this... The, you know, the ingredient of the day was based on the paisley pattern. But if you go and have... I went online and obviously looked at the um, paisley pattern. <laughs> Certainly a mango. It's a particular, yeah. t- particular type of mango, not yes. sort of all mangoes. Yeah. yeah, it's a stunning shape and it, in hindsight it makes total sense. But no, I'd ne- I never knew that. Mm. I, wore I love a, paisley a lot more now I know that. Yeah, I wore mm. a um, paisley dress to my 21st birthday yeah. party. <laughs> can still picture it but i had no idea it came from the mango the mm. shape yeah. that's yeah. just a fertility symbol um this mango sticky rice is delicious yeah, i mean it's really great i've yeah. pretty much never tasted one that's not delicious yep i do love it but mm. one of the secrets with it you have to remember is to put a little bit of salt in it mm. mm-hmm. you don't put salt in it the balance is wrong mm-hmm. um their mangoes are yes. very ripe they are yeah i would probably use slightly less ripe mangoes yeah yep. agreed yep i'm not complaining oh. though Damn delicious. Yeah. Well, I reckon there's probably a lot more to say about mango, but I think we're We've run out of time. <laughs> run out of time. We've run over time. So tomorrow night, Beck, you and I we are going to be say. doing um, a little bit of a show at the C fundraiser at Monty's. We are. we are. If you're listening and you're in Alice Springs, then um, tomorrow night at Monty's there's a fundraiser for C called Transmission. Uh, and it's happening from about 4.30, so it's, you know, starting early and going into the night until close, and there'll be all sorts happening. There'll be DJs and live music and so on and so on and so on, but Rita and I are doing a little slot live on stage for about 15 minutes. Yeah. K- Kitchen Radio is doing a little little slot uh, at about 7.30 at night or 7.45, uh, so it's before bedtime, which is rather handy. Um, yeah. And fast. it's a direct segue from tonight's show, so if it you is. sort of want to sort of continue... The mango theme. Make sure you're there tomorrow night so you can find out what how we're going to extend it even further. Like you might think there's nothing more to say about mangoes, but we're going to prove that there's actually more to say about there's mangoes. There's definitely more to say about mangoes, and I can happily repeat myself. And also, uh, we might even break the rules like we do everywhere all the time and have some food. Yep, I've checked that out. We will be having food. On food stage. and drinks. Yeah, on stage. That's what Kitchen Radio would do. <laughs> Um, have we got another song? We do have a song. So this song is by a Torres Strait man called Seaman Dan, who reminds me of my dad. He's actually a little bit older than my dad. He first started recording when he was 70 years old. and I 70? 70 years oh. old, yeah. So he's now in his early 90s. He's actually 90. Oh. And I saw him perform on Thursday Island quite a few years ago. And he's really, he's got a lovely deep voice and... The song we're going to play tonight is one called Mango Rain, of course, so there's a lot of um, connection there between today's show. There is. And Seaman Dan. But, yeah, so he worked as a boat captain and a pearl diver gathering pearl and trocus shells across North Australia. And that's lovely because, you know, like the mango is very much a northern Australian sort of identified fruit. Like even though people in the southern states love mango, they they have to have a fumigated mango as opposed to us in the northern states who can have an unfumigated mango. So let's go out with um, Seaman Dan singing Mango Rain. Lovely to be here. Thanks for listening. And And uh, hopefully we'll see you all tomorrow night. See some of you tomorrow night. Yeah.